We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 10 of the Drop Anchor podcast. We have found a boat. Woohoo! Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. This week, I'll be doing most of the talking. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, Kendra? Because uh, Josh had surgery on Monday and he's not completely himself yet. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I wanted to do much talking. <laughs> I'm not on any, I'm not, I'm not on any pain meds. I, I declined the, uh, the opioids just because I think it puts me in too much of a fog but the uh, the general anesthesia from Monday is still messing me up. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I, I read, I was reading on like the side effects and apparently in older people. Are you um, older? Apparently because uh, any any effects that last, you know, a week or more, uh, usually it only happens in older people. So I think I've fallen into that category. I think you have to remember too, your body's trying to heal itself. Like... It's just going to make you more tired or whatever, right? Like you're Sure. How often do people go under general anesthesia and aren't in a situation where their body's also trying to heal themselves? I don't know. So that's always the case. Maybe. Like people don't just do that for fun. <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. Uh, apparently, though, you had a blast watching me come out of uh, anesthesia. Yeah, if you're out of it enough still, it might talk you into letting me... Uh play some of it like how many times you asked me if you could drive (laughs) and uh, you asked several times if there was complications (laughs) so that must have been something we're worried about and you kissed me a lot yay (laughs) at least you're kissing me and not the nurse which has been really awkward because she's a family friend (laughs) (laughs) the good thing is you called me beautiful when i walked in the room and no one else it's like a truth serum (laughs) yay he loves me it's true i do i know i don't question that (sighs) okay so on to on to the actual content of our podcast um so we we picked a boat yes we did although this morning you were still looking at other boats what's going on that's who i am okay (laughs) that's who i am all right so what are we doing (laughs) what what have we what have we decided on uh as far as like the latest information Okay, so Saturday, I was online and I found, well, I I changed how I was looking at boats. So I usually look at boats on Yacht World, which is kind of like, the, like the Zillow, yeah. I think, of boats. Like, that's just where all the listings go. And so that's where I check. And you can, you know, choose your criteria. And up until Saturday, I made the minimum, minimum? size 45 feet minimum length of the boats yeah Yeah. and like you know to like 52 or something like that that had been my um that been my search and saturday i decided to change it i thought what if i went a little bit smaller because we do have the boathouse now so i changed it to 43 feet kind of an odd number i don't know where i came up with 43 but a new boat popped up of course because now i changed what i was looking at and it happened to be a 43 foot boat and it's a viking 
Um, and it was a layout I hadn't seen. Um, yeah, Viking in the Pacific Northwest is not a common boat. There aren't a lot on this side. There's a bunch on the right. East Coast, but Which we've never we'd, seen one before. <laughs> we didn't even know that. We didn't yeah. know what a Viking was. Right. Um, but I showed you the layout and was like, then the other thing about this boat is it's going to take us at least three hours to go see it. It was the furthest <laughs> we'd, we'd gone. I mean, we'd taken the kids to Seattle and they hate the many, long, many times the long drives to look at boats. Yeah. But it's crucial that they go with us. Yeah, we need them to, I mean, we don't need them to approve, but we need to, we're trying to gauge their reaction, see if it's something that, if there's valid criticism that they offer, that's like, okay, yeah, that's true. That won't work at all. And And we like to sit on it the five of us so we get a feel of what the five of us feel like on it i mean if yeah. just you and i went we'd fit on anything so. <laughs> true <laughs> um so then um i basically was like you're getting surgery on monday the place where the boat was at banana belt boats in anacortes they're actually open on sundays so i thought we have one day <laughs> where we could squeeze in a boat to look yeah. at and I, I hate going on long drives, uh, and I'm, I'm actually kind of, I've gotten tired of looking for, at all these different boats. Um, I have not. And, <laughs> right. I love it. <laughs> um, so I was, I mean, instinctively, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to drive for three hours up and then three hours, and that eats up an entire day, like kills an entire day. But knowing that I'd be in surgery and that uh, being immobilized for a few weeks meant that we wouldn't even be able to look at our own boat. I mean, I wouldn't be, I haven't I was gone gonna to, say, I haven't I've been to our own our boat, boat in a week. You haven't. Um, but I figured, well, all right, since I've got surgery on Monday, let's, let's go ahead and do it. But I did not have any high hopes about this. I just thought I'm just kind of appeasing Kendra. Thanks, um, honey. Yep. You're welcome. That's awesome. And, uh, and off we went. Mm-hmm. So we see the boat and so banana, um, banana belt boats, it, it's a tongue twister. So, um, they're different than all the other ways of looking at a boat. It's kind of fun. So all of their boats are out of the water. That's different. Yeah, they're all um, suspended. Well, not suspended. They're like, they've got... They're all up on the jacks like you would to take them out. Or, yeah, if you're going to take a boat out to get painted that. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they've got this they're, huge they're out yard. Of the water. Yeah, they've got this huge yard where all the boats are out of the water. And the only way to get onto the boats is through like, the, they've got these, what like a catwalk that yeah, goes all go. the way around the back of all the boats. Right. And so then you can just step on the back on like the swim steps and then hop aboard any of the boats. Um, and so normally when we go to look at a boat, we call a broker and it's wherever the people have their boat um, moored. And we've got to drive to that city, to that marina. They've got to let us in. We've got to walk down this dock and find the one boat that's for sale. So so this is a little bit different um, in the fact that there was like, I don't even know how many boats they have in the yard. Uh, 25, 30. Yeah, easily. Something like that. Yeah. Um, of course, not all in our size or price range. <laughs> uh, so we went straight to the boat that I was looking at um, and got on and really liked it. Uh, I think Josh was smitten, right? Like right away. <laughs> well, I did on the drive up that I started doing some research about this kind of boat. Oh, the Viking. Yeah, because again, Pacific Northwest boats. You know, the the main boats that are known as like good boats out here are the the Hatteras, the Ocean Alexanders. Mm-hmm. Those are like the high end boats. So I, you know, we got three hours of a drive. Figure I might as well do some research. And turns out that the the Viking ships on the East Coast have that same 
the yeah. same strong boat reputation. Like one of the things known about the Vikings is that they are typically fishing boats that are very comfortable going 30 miles out into the say, ocean. Faster. Yeah, they're and faster they're boats. Like they can handle big waves. Which is great because Josh doesn't know this, but someday we're going to go out further into the ocean. <laughs> well, I guess that's what we're going to do. And if we're going to do that. If I have a boat, I want to go out. Um. okay captain all right um captain my captain but what i do need is a boat that can handle that comfortably and some of the boats we've looked at um their reputations just aren't great like the pacific northwest waters are generally super calm puget sound is an extremely flat level i mean there's like hardly any waves at all until you get up closer to canada um and so you can get any boat you get a you can roll a bathtub and you're fine I don't um, know about that. We had one day, like Father's Day this year was really, really windy. Remember we turned around and went home. I was like, yeah, this isn't really fun. It's pretty wavy. And we were like barely. Right. But out. there's no threat like, oh, no, this is too much for our boat. Right. It isn't right. until you it's go up. It's just not like this isn't fun and relaxing. Sure. So we sure. went home. Um, so if we were going to only ever stay in the Puget Sound, you know, whatever, we could get. And I'm not going to name name boats or anything. But there there are boats that we could get that would be just fine all along the the Puget Sound. But since one of our dreams is to go to Alaska, we want we want to take a boat up. Oh, no, up. no. My dream is Mexico. <laughs> I want to go okay, down. Okay, so let's start small. <laughs> I want to go down that coast. Dream number one <laughs> is to go up to Alaska through the Inside Passage. And the waters do get fairly choppy. And this the, the Viking would handle that just fine. Like not a... Not I'm a, a Viking. Not a care in the world. We should go further like a viking i don't know if the vikings went to mexico <laughs> i don't know where they went either they're like norwegian yeah right? yeah so they probably didn't go to mexico probably not i bet they went to alaska though <laughs> how would they go to alaska do you not know your map thing like the globe <laughs> okay i'm gonna blame the drugs on that um i'm thinking all of canada which goes all the way out to greenland and that's North probably to... where the vikings yeah all right ignore all that went. okay so Anyhow, doing the research and figure, okay, this is a good, strong boat. Um, I like that it's uncommon here on the West Coast. So we'll have a boat that not a lot of people have. A lot of people will probably ask us, hey, what is that? Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. I think I only found one other one. Um, Another Viking? Like for sale. Uh-huh. And it's much newer, much more expensive off of the, uh, not in our budget. Yeah. Um, but there's not this particular boat. I found most of them on the East Coast yeah. when I went to look for other ones to compare it to for sale. Um, anywhere from New York to Florida was the majority of them. A few in California. That means people like moved them over here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to talk about like the smoke damage and all that and like the change of the boat? Yeah. Okay. That was my all plan. Right. Okay. So we looked at the boat. The kids kind of at this point don't care as much. Like they're not giving their opinions. They're just sitting there like, okay, we're along for the ride. Um, <laughs> and because they could look at other boats, they asked to look at a few like fancier, expensive ones, which we didn't even go into. No. Uh, we're like, no, let's not torture ourselves. <laughs> Something we can't afford. Um, so we like it. It's, it is, <laughs> if you go back and listen to like, I think where I say what our criteria is and it has to have this is one of like episode one. The first episode, yeah. <laughs> or two. <laughs> Maybe it was episode two. Um, uh, none no, of- episode two is your bloopers. That's the one minute, 46 second long blooper reel. Okay. I don't know when I <laughs> like put my foot down. 
But um, it doesn't have, it's like opposite almost of everything. It has a table. It does have a table, which was for Charlie. I remember saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, does not have three rooms. Uh, so the, they had put in a hide-a-bed couch. Um, and because there's multiple places to sit, we'll turn that hide-a-bed into a bed for Hayden at night. And then she gets the loft in, in the, the boathouse. Boat yeah. Um, she gets to claim that spot. So it has the hide a bed for Hayden. Um, it has a nice size like kitchen, galley, table. And the other big thing is it has an aft master cabin, which means our room is in the back of the boat. And so you don't get those big, huge doors, I said, like leading out to the back. Yeah, from the main... Um, We'd call it the living room. It's like the salon on a boat. You don't, you don't have the giant view from the living room out into the out into right. the water. But it has what's I think if I've looked up the name, like it, it's technically a sun deck. Yeah. Um, and it's huge. So and it, they have enclosed it, and they enclosed it with like the hardest plastic, polycarbonate plastic. Um, and so it creates another room. So even though we're technically gaining only three feet bigger from our boat. We're getting a lot more rooms, right. um, a table, like a lot of things. Another the fl- shower. The flybridge up top is also fully enclosed. So that's another complete space. Yeah. And then uh, on this boat, and we'll go into more detail, but this boat has a lot of modifications from the original design. And one of the things that they took out was the lower helm, like the steering from inside. So that also created some more room inside the boat. Yeah. So we look at the boat and... Um, we met with one of the owners, Amy, and um, so we sit down with her and we're like, hey, we really like this boat. Tell us about this boat. And she brings out a binder with the picture of the boat on the front. And it's this huge, thick binder. And she's like, the owner had this on the boat. We took it off the boat so that um, people wouldn't be like scared by it, which is like, okay, what's wrong with the boat? So she opens it and the first page is a picture of the boat completely like engulfed in smoke right like i thought the boat was on fire (laughs) and we're like what in the world and so um and then for me i i don't know sometimes you're like this but you didn't say anything um dates are always interesting to me so two things i noticed right away was the boat with tons of smoke coming out in the picture and then the date above that they wrote what day that happened. So the the smoke all over the boat, like I saw the first thing out of my <laughs> mouth was, well, not out of my mouth. First thing I thought was, oh, this boat had caught on fire. That's why it's this price. Like that's actually the first thought I had. It's like, oh, oh, there's damage all over this boat. I'm ready to walk away. Well, I just saw smoke and the date. And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's August 3rd, 2004, which would have been our second year anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> so falling on an anniversary of ours, is, I don't know. It just was like, Seeing August 3rd, like, right. I'm only used to seeing that for Yeah, and if you're, if you're the kind of person that's like, oh, that must mean it's meant to be, when it's tied to, like, a tragic, <laughs> of event, a tragic event of a boat that's billowing smoke, like, maybe at sea, this is definitely not meant to be. So I, I had some odd feelings I don't know. About I just it. was like, oh, shoot. Um, so it wasn't on fire. It had Detroit engines, the original engines that were known to do this. They're yeah. called Runaway or uh, something. Yeah. So blah, the blah, blah, blah. I'm a just, girl. No. <laughs> wait, well, you just don't care about engines. Um, 
quick, quick summation. Um, old Detroit diesel engines are two-stroke diesels, and sometimes uh, they can run away, uh, which just means that they just start revving and revving and revving. <laughs> right. To me, I'm like, it ran away? Like, it wanted to leave? <laughs> you know, like, it's not a term I'm used to hearing. Anyhow, so uh, the engine overheats, blows out smoke everywhere, um, not on fire, but just dumping smoke Still into the entire like boat. like an emergency to get off the boat. And yeah, she even yeah. said that. Like, it's like, get off the boat. Yeah, that's when you call you for May Day. still call May Day. Uh, you can't breathe that in. And it was declared... Um, a total loss by the insurance company. Loss. Yeah. So then they had owned the boat for like 10 years because he has a booklet we got. <laughs> the previous owner. Yeah. Um, that he wrote all the information, which is really cool and really helpful. So they had it for 10 years when that happened. And they couldn't find a boat that they liked in that same layout anywhere. So they turned around and... Went back to the salvage yard and said, can we have this boat back? Got their boat back and they paid to bring it back. And to bring it back, he also then just upgraded everything and brought it to uh, the standards of... For that year. That year. And so it's marked as like a 2006 on some paperwork um, because the electrical and engines and all that are a 2006 right the internals are fully restored and right. not, not restored fully replaced with newer well um, everything newer had running to be replaced. gear technology everything yeah yeah and cleaned out she did say the broker did say like there's a small chance that some crack somewhere on the boat when we're taking something apart we see soot like that's why <laughs> not a crack just for clarification there's no crack in the boat she just means a place I mean, like, where the soot wasn't cleaned hidden, out properly hidden place because smoke can get into places right but they did like clean and you don't, I mean, it's, it's a nice looking boat. So, um, it doesn't smell like smoke at all. I mean, that was no. a lot of years ago. Well, yeah, now it's been, I don't, can't do my math. 15 years. Ish. Ish. So, <laughs> so we found a boat. So we've made an offer. Our offer was accepted. Um, this next week we will be getting it surveyed, get to a sea trial. Cause here's the funniest thing. <laughs> we made an offer on a boat that wasn't in the water. Right. So normally when I go, like, for instance, uh, when we're looking at boats that are in the water, I'll crawl down into the engine room and check the bilge where there's supposed to be some water oh, yeah. or you might find some water. And um, I was like, hey, go down there and check the bilge. Yeah. First thought, wow, the bottom of this boat is like completely dry. Like this is so well. Oh, yeah. This is so well tightly sealed. We're not in like, the water. Oh, yeah. We're up in the air. <laughs> it's just like every I thought about it a couple times. I had to be like, oh, yeah, we're not in the water. <laughs> So that was funny. So anyway, kind of, to, I guess, wrap that little piece up. We will keep you posted on next week's, like, how that all goes. Because um, an important thing is taking it out and test driving it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible I mean, that we will hate we everything about this boat it, once it's on the water. We got to yeah. feel it, drive it. That yeah. sounds sturdy. Didn't mean it that way. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Okay, so the point is, uh, the, the, the two okay. hurdles that the boat has to pass are the survey, where someone's going to literally go and check every single system on the boat, both in the water and out of the water. Uh, and then the other piece is the sea trial, where, like we've said before, it's a bit like a test drive. I kind of run this, I run the engines out, go real hard, um, <laughs> navigate it, turn it around, uh, see how it sounds, see how it smells. And it's during that time where... If you hear noises you don't like or if there are smells that you don't like on the boat or or you just don't like the way the boat handles, um, 
it is a way to, to be able to back out of the sale. You don't have to purchase it. Yeah, you want to you want to be comfortable on the boat. Yeah, yeah. And so, if it rocks too much and you know you got to put money into that, you're right, not going to keep it. Right. It's where we can either negotiate from or uh, decide that it's not the boat for us. I'm tr- complete honest. I'm I really hope that this boat works out. Like I've kind of fallen in love with it. Yeah, you like it a lot. I, I do. I do. Um, but uh, we'll know by I guess by the end of next week. What, I like uh, it, but I'm torn. Because? Well, I, I had a list. <laughs> oh, your criteria. <laughs> and I don't know. When we were on it, I felt like it works. But again, being like smack between boats and not on the water, it's hard to feel like how mm-hmm. it feels like looking out the windows or standing up on the deck because I'm not on the water, which is the whole point of living on a boat. Right. I'm in like a a yard or whatever you you know like a, a boat yard a boat yard and um so just getting it in the water might make me feel better okay well we'll see and we'll uh we'll have stuff to post next week about it so that was sunday <laughs> drove home didn't get home till late uh which is funny because josh and i had to get up pretty early uh to get him to, to the surgery first the surgery um we had to be there by 8.15. Did he we talk sur- about this at all last week? Like why I was going to surgery? Have we ever talked about this yet? Yeah, you, you did. Oh. I mean, we can go back, I guess, and listen. But Nah, don't worry about it. So, um, but before we left the house, Josh got a call, call a text. Uh, I got a message on Facebook from my aunt. Yeah, you want to, you can. Yeah, um, yeah, so a couple hours before I'm supposed to go into surgery, I get a, a, a message saying that my, uh, my grandpa on my dad's side passed away and I, you know, I won't go into it too much. I think I mentioned a little bit on social media. Um, but it, he was my last surviving grandparent and, uh, it's kind of weird. It's, it's knowing that that whole generation is now gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, like, you know, you're going to get older when, you know, like, you know, you're going to get older than everybody around you gets older. But I feel like we're now at that age where we will know more people that will pass away. Right. Right. Um, and that same day, my parents were in Billings with my grandpa who was in the hospital. And so I, you know, while you're in surgery, I'm messaging about him and knowing about your grandpa. And it just is a reminder of, you know, life and yeah. That kind of thing. Slow down, folks. Hug the people you love. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Or in this day and age, like just call them or text them, like if they're far away. Yeah. Just a reminder to reach out to them. Um, so that was Monday. And then Josh woke up and I have that video. We can <laughs> play a few clips. You've seen those videos of people coming out of general <laughs> anesthesia and people saying really wild, dumb things. Here's the thing. I asked the anesthesia anesthesiologist um is that like is that real is that normal do people often come out i don't think out? he knew what kind of videos you were talking about well he was like no that's all faked like people <laughs> do that they just they just want attention or if they have ptsd you know they might come out of it kind of violently but i've never seen that happen and i was so disappointed i was like oh well I... also he never wakes up with the patient like he's he not... never wakes up with the patient <laughs> <laughs> he's sleeping there on the operating table with them not in the room when the patient wakes up okay okay better yeah okay so he's not there so apparently he's wrong (laughs) well 
But I also was thinking, you're not going to do anything. I'm the one in our marriage who's been under. And I wake up and you've got like the camera in my face. And I'm like so annoyed because I'm like, nope, it's just me. I'm not <laughs> funny or silly or out of it. Like It's true. She, she uh, Just get out of my face. <laughs> she just wakes up tired and mad. Like I'm tired and in pain usually. But um, so I was like, I'm not going to record you. Because you were like, record me. I'm going to be funny, I think. Um, and so when I walked in, I could tell he was like sleepy looking and when he's sleepy, I mean, I, it's the same thing when he wakes up in the morning. He's not always, it takes him a while, but like a couple seconds of being with him, I realized, oh no, he's pretty funny. (laughs) So, um, our middle daughter, Morgan, who was really concerned, she was with me and, uh, she and I got a good laugh. It was funny. <laughs> you asked so many things over and over again, and then it would be like, Morgan would be like, "Oh, you asked that already." <laughs> You're like, "I did." Do you want me to edit in at the end some of the uh, the audio from that? Did you miss the beginning of our podcast right now, where I said we were gonna put some of the audio of that in? So the general anesthesia meds are still <laughs> in my system, and I don't remember everything that I'm we, saying or what we, we're talking about. We Sorry, haven't folks. even been talking that long. <laughs> I already said huh. that. All right. We're going to play a clip <laughs> of just this podcast, and it's funny. Okay, okay. Can't remember. Mm. Um, anyway, so that was Monday. And, and so Josh, then, you know, we get home, and he's needing to sleep and rest, and the rest of the week has been me <laughs> running around doing all the things. And I forget what it's like to... Um, Josh has, Josh used to go out of town a lot. Well, not out of town, but when we first moved to Washington, he was working in California. So he'd be gone for four days at a time. And I quickly figured out, like, for those four days. You had to be a single mom, right? Right. And I take on all the jobs. But it's been two years since you've done that. And so this is the first time in two years that I'm like, oh, that's right. Like, somehow in our marriage, we kind of fall into jobs like we don't yeah, we have our routines we do like taking the trash out is pretty much <laughs> you that's the dirty stinky job i do all the dirty stinky jobs sure so like and then trying to get our girls and they're like ew i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> like or feeding the dogs because they're kind of yours and so you do it <laughs> there's been a little extra whining um but it's been good because I'm reminded that I'm capable and I like taking care of you. Thanks. I don't like being taken care of, though, oddly. I'm, I'm oh, I know. You're pretty, the worst patient. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty fiercely fighting independent. You, fighting you so that you heal. Like trying to tell you like you're going to heal faster if you don't do anything. But if you help me right now, we're just prolonging the uh, helping me. But yeah, I guess. We still have a house to list for sale, so I got to keep working on that. And... Um, Charlie and I started going to the boathouse every night. Um, there's just some cleaning up to do. So one of the things he had started to do, and she told us this, was like buying tools he already had. And so I'm just finding, and I don't think I told you this, uh-uh. like multiple things where I'm like, I already found this thing. He already had one of these. <laughs> and so I'm trying to figure out what to do with all this stuff. It's, it's kind of funny. When she was talking to us when we were signing papers for the initial purchase, She'd said that, you know, she's going through all of his belongings at the house. 
like between her and her sons, they're finding like he had four shop. No, he had like like eight shop vacs or something. There was something where yeah. he just kept buying the same thing over and over again, yeah. which I mean, I guess when you're getting older, maybe that's a or thing. Or you can't that, find <laughs> it. Yeah. I don't so know if I'm, he couldn't find it. I think that maybe he just didn't remember that he owned one. Maybe. Well, I'm just finding multiple things. Right. And so Charlie and I are cleaning that. And I'm also cleaning our current boat because we have to sell it. Uh, we don't want to have two boats. Right. So busy, busy. Oh, and Hayden uh, decided to stick with sailing. And so she had the cats knocking my foot. Sorry. So everything's shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden started sailing again. And these are like practice, um, like racing. Thanks, Hayden. Practice racing. And then um, she's going to actually join the high school team in a couple weeks. Cool. So, um, which is kind of nice because she she took on like a sport that once we're living there, I don't have to drive. She yeah, because the sport will happen at our house, basically, there right. at the marina. Right. It's like if you lived across the soccer field or right. whatever for your kid. No driving. Um. So that's just been our week. I don't know if there's any other like exciting boat things. I mean, you, I, I feel like I've lost you. <laughs> if you can see him, he's very relaxed, <laughs> chill, and I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> it's funny. I feel like I'm on pain meds, but I'm not. Um, no, I, I, I. Are you thinking? No. Oh no. Nope. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm. My brain's pretty much flatlining. No, was there anything else that? we needed to to cover well that was my week okay in a nutshell well what do we have planned between this week and next week we talked about the sea trial um Uh and and that so that's another drive up there um yeah ideally in one day but i don't think we can do that in one day the sea the the surveyor is like one of these guys who takes like eight eight hours. hours to survey the boat so um i told you that this morning and i don't do you remember me talking to you this morning no I said, I think we should get a hotel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On Wednesday night. So we're up there on Thursday, and then you just take the whole day off work, and mm, right. we make a day of it. and we, cause Yeah, if, avoid traffic. Because if we leave Thursday morning, we have rush hour traffic. So right. it'll take us probably like five hours to get up there, where if we left Wednesday night. So. Yeah. The kids will enjoy being in a hotel. Mm-hmm. It's a break from right. the house life. Moving. So I think... I think that may be it. I'm I'm kind of looking across the way here and seeing your notes on the uh, on what we're supposed to cover on our week. Oh, you're right, right. And I think we probably hit the end of that. Um, I've got nothing else. You? Mm-mm. All right. So uh, we can play some video of your uh, waking up. Yeah, I'll edit in some clips um, of some funny, dumb things that I said when I was coming out of anesthesia. Um, and uh, after that. You'll have to wait till next week to hear what's going on. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on the boat. Be really exciting. Um, hoping to move into it by next month. Right. School starts September 4th here. We're a late start state, wherever you're listening. Um, <laughs> some kids are already going back to school, but we start September 4th. So the kids will probably already be in school by the time we get to the boat. But yeah, this has just been a process, people. But um, I just thought like this was like decide that you want to live on a boat and you just do it. You just go live on a boat. Yeah, it, it actually it, it, the uh, process is forever. It is a little ironic that this podcast about us living on a boat uh, has gone a full 10 episodes without us actually living on a boat yet. 
So uh, it'll be no. nice to, to see this wrap up here in the next few weeks, ideally. But I suppose there might be someone out there that's interested in how long did, does the process take and what do you have to do? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, You know, now that you mentioned that, I've seen YouTube videos of other people who did the whole boat life thing. And there's some folks that were looking for a year to find the right boat. And they mm. didn't have kids. like for, So their consideration was just, you know, the, that's the, true. the husband and wife. And that took a long time. So I guess, I mean, if we if we do this in 10 weeks, uh, maybe we're ahead of the curve. Probably. I mean, I think we got live aboard status faster than most people, right. like from what we've heard. So we right. got that faster. A boathouse was for sale that worked out. I mean, so yes, technically, I'd say going faster than most. Yeah. But All it right. doesn't feel like it. I can't imagine, like, let's live on a boat. Two years later, here we are. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's part of the process. All right. Well, I think that is our show for today. Are you loopy enough to remember that you've wrapped it up like three times? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening and you're like, I thought they were done. <laughs> All right. I love you, Kendra. I love you. It's like, we're in a narrow bed. And the doctor was like, we're in a narrow bed? Are you going to climb in bed with him? And I thought... It was really awkward. She didn't climb into bed with me. Oh, that's good. Because that would be a problem. I think she would have fallen off. You think so? Also, I'm she a married man. She probably would have gotten fired, too. Mm. So that's a little inappropriate. I'm glad you're here, Molly, because the initial RN looked like she was 12. Redhead 12 year old girl. Oh, you're talking about Bailey. Bailey. Oh. She does look very young. She just had her first baby. She seems nice. Yeah. But 12. I'm going to sign for him. I need to hold that. No. Hold it. What are you supposed to do with your big toe anyway? I just hold it. Like, lift it. Like, I can lift this big toe. Yeah, well, that one. This one's in a cast. That one is splinted and you had a block. And you should probably stop trying to do that. You're, like, going to bust your stitches. I have stitches. <laughs> yes. You have stitches. You're going to bust the stitches. <laughs> all right everybody thanks so much for listening to our show uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing both uh, in pictures and uh, on facebook and on twitter we've got all the links there and uh yeah we'll catch you next week